Revelation that you quite like horoscopes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah. didn't say I liked um, it. Okay. I, well, I anyway. said that there was a slight interest in it, but no, I'm not mad on it. Well, I assumed you'd spend your time reading shitty newspapers. No, no. I, don't, I established oh, okay. that, but you were so blinded by rage at the time that I don't think you were even listening to me because you were imagining cutting off my face. No, not at all. Um, but anyway, mm. I assumed that maybe you had perhaps read the Agony Aunt section as well. Oh, the Agony Aunt section. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. So this episode is uh, Agony Aunt Jamie. Oh, my God. That is a brilliant idea. Yeah. You, young man, <laughs> are a genie ass. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to call it, though. I was trying to come up with something punchy on the drive home, but I couldn't think of anything. Uh, I don't know. Jagony John? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm j- I'm just gonna read out. I'm gonna read Jamie's um, agony aunt. Um, what are they called? What would you call them? I don't know. Things problems that you write to an agony aunt. Issues. Problems. Yeah. Agony aunt problems. And I'm not gonna. Well, I might read out the response, but normally I'm just. I'm probably just gonna let Jamie go for it because I d- I think he'll beat whatever the real agony aunt says. And I may occasionally say what. I genuinely think should happen because obviously I'm a very sensitive and understanding and caring person, so I would only want what's best. So really, what we're saying is, <clears throat> we're going to do a usual thing where I'm going to be really inappropriate and you're going to be serious if you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Gotcha. Okay. So, problem one. Last night I was naked and playing poker with my wife. Can I? Can I just poker- before you carry on? Can I? Can yes. I please ask you to start with, um, dear Jamie? And um, make it sound like the person's actually telling me the story. Thanks. Okay. Dear Jamie, last night I was naked and playing poker with my wife. A poker chip accidentally fell into her vagina. Are there any chances of pregnancy? Um, Jamie. What's his name and where does he come from? I'd like to. I'd like that information. Uh, yeah. Or just make got it up. A name on this one. Okay. This is Jeff from L- Loughborough. Hi, Jeff. Um, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> I, would that I mean, it's a, genuinely what it's I would reply jump. with, the whole thing. But, I mean, if we're going to take it seriously like a normally uh, normal ad- agony aunt words, were was there a mass amount of spooge on said chip? And was the chip fully inserted to the vagina? Um... There is a helpline that you may call. And also, I'm sending you out a brochure in the post to help with any confusion you have. Okay, you definitely can't say that for everyone, because that's what they always say. Yeah, I know they do. <laughs> it's always a brochure's coming. Yeah, out. a brochure's coming your way. Yeah. Um, it's quite a witty response, actually, from um, the Agony Aunt. Mm. Uh, she said, obviously, you are a novice player. Stick to the table and ensure you don't swallow. Uh, don't swallow the chip either way. Vagina or the gullet. 
A pregnancy will not occur. Chips do not contain sperm. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, unless he maybe he wanked all over it and then shoved it in. I would assume her, so. Then, or maybe yeah. he had like um, cum on his fingers. But I mean, it's the, the chances are it's yeah. very unlikely, little man. What, what's yeah, his name? Jeff. Jeff. It's uh, very he, unlikely. Got, it's unlikely, but it's still probably worth checking. If he wanked on it and then put it in her. I see now. I'm imagining it like a cum biscuit, you know, like that dare that young boys do. They come on a biscuit, and whoever comes last has to eat the biscuit. Yeah. So, should we move on to the next one? Because I think that one was fairly obvious. That's a fucking disgusting thing as well. Ed, has anybody really ever done that? Because that's something that's banded around. Like, oh yeah, that's what that's what kids do. Well, I fucking hope not. I never did that. Coming onto a biscuit, and then you have to ingest it. It's disgusting. Yeah. Don't. Okay. Don't do it. Okay, continue. Okay, this is Sam from London. (laughs) Hello, Sam from London. (laughs) Dear Jamie. Yeah. I really like this girl at work, but Mm. I'm not quite sure how to broach the subject. She always seems interested when I talk to her, but I've heard she has a boyfriend. Should I send her a picture of my penis? I feel like this is going to be the same opening line as the last one. To be honest with you. stupid? Yeah. Um, Sam. Hello. Um, no, it's not a good idea to send somebody that's involved a picture of your penis. Even if they do seem interested. Chances are, if you send them a picture of your penis, you may lose a few teeth. You cunt. Yeah, I mean, basically that's sexual harassment. So definitely don't do that. And also, what makes you... I don't know what this thing is, right? About young guys thinking that people are going to be interested at looking at their penises. Like, a girl's not going to get a picture of a penis and instantly going to be turned on or frigging herself off. She's probably just going to look at it and roll her eyes and go, oh, fucking hell, another one. Some will. Some will like it. Mm. Some might. But not a lot. But not if you're... It's just a colleague from work. No, that is definitely Sam, you dickhead. doesn't like it. You probably think you're God's gift to women, don't you, Sam? Well, you're not, unfortunately. Um, chances are, if she wanted you, she would have done it by now. No amount of dick pics is going to convince her otherwise. Go and have a fucking wank in the toilet, you prick. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, it's, again, it's, I, I mean, obviously, because, again, I'm a sensitive individual. I always just think it's sad that someone could possibly think that that was a good idea. I'd assume that's a young a desperate person. person. Oh, of course. Um, and apparently they're all into the sexting. They're all sending pictures of each other's genitals. Mm. So, okay. Um, they're all men. Of course they are. Okay, so uh, this is Clive from Bournemouth. Hello, Clive from Bournemouth. <clears throat> Dear Jamie, I am 43 years old. My wife believes that I am having an extramarital affair, but it's not true. Every day she applies nail polish to my penis to check if I'm being unfaithful. I feel a burning sensation and it hurts. Please help. What was his name again? Uh, this was Cliff. Cliff. Cliff or Clive. Was he Cliff or Clive? I don't know. I don't it was know. Clive. It was Cliff. Cliff and or Clive. Get out, mate. That's not normal. That would be the no, end. If she doesn't believe you and you're not, just leave her. I'm sorry, but if somebody's putting fucking nail polish on your dick to make sure you're not cheating, you're not in a very happy per- relationship. That's no. not something that's normal. Normal people don't do that. And as I've said in the past, if the trust isn't there, 
then there's no way you're going to be able to get that back. Maybe she is being like that towards you because she's cheated on you. Yeah, that's what I think. Clive. Maybe you should start (laughs) putting nail polish around her open vagina lips and seeing what happens (laughs) there. Say, oh, well, if I'm alone, it's it's all right for me to do it. Why can't I paint your vagina lips? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I would say. Yeah, I really don't think that's what the agony aunt said, though. Um, She said, uh, it's a very unusual piece of detective work. If you have no objection to the tattoo... Wait, what? Tattoo? She's a tattoo mark on your penis. Ask your wife to find another substance that won't burn or convince her of your loyalty. Um, Tattoo mark? Really? What she's saying? But that's the sage advice. Uh, try that's something terrible. else. That's really bad. Yeah, that is bad. Put someone else that in your dick. That woman's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Is it Deirdre? I'm gonna say it's a woman. It might it be ain't Deirdre. That's is a terrible it? bit of advice. Um, it doesn't say. Yeah, dear Deirdre in the sun, mate. I remember her. Oh, it's the Mumbai Mirror. <laughs> ah, well, I mean, there might have been a language barrier then. With the nail polish, yeah. and he was like, "Yeah, put tattoo, sure." And the fucking moron that gave that advice is Doctor Mahinda Watson, who definitely isn't a, a doctor. Moron. No, no. If you're that, that's just ridiculous. He definitely is what not a, a doctor at all. No. If I'm ever in Mumbai and I go to a doctor's surgery and I met with Doctor Mahinda Watson, I'm going to slap that person in the face. No, I won't because I don't believe in violence. But I'm going to tell them they're an idiot. Or maybe, maybe get out your tattoo kit. Say, right, get yours out. <laughs> it's weird that she refers to it as a tattoo. That's not really what nail varnish does. Um, also, would nail varnish burn? Well, I mean, it stinks, doesn't it? So I'd assume so. Yeah. Mate, have you, your wife wears nail varnish, doesn't she? My girlfriend doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I've had nail varnish on. It doesn't sting. Well, do it you want to go penis and let me know how it's going no, towards the end I'm of the episode? Right, thanks. Cheers. Oh, come on. Do it for the listeners. No. All two of them. In the last episode, mate, I looked at fucking disgusting pictures that made me gag. I think I've done enough for a, for a few episodes, thanks. Well, Jamie, I think if you're not prepared to put nail varnish on your cock, then we're, we're sort of out of luck. You know, how can we expect the listeners to care if you're not prepared to go to the lengths for them? Mm, yeah. And um, soon you'll be asking me to put cider up my bum hole. Ingest that acid. Come on. We need people to listen to us and enjoy it. Yeah, that's true. That's okay. You don't have to put the nail varnish on your cock. But listen... Well, in all honesty, I wasn't you, going actually, to. It didn't enter my mind in the slightest. Yeah. Um, listeners, if you have ever put nail varnish on your cock, and I'm not suggesting you should, do let me know if it burned. I'm interested. Fantastic. I'm like, I like that in this um, season, we're starting to bring the listeners in now. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming by now, some people may be listening. <laughs> Okay, so, dear Jamie, this is a girl. So, shall I do a girl's voice, or shall I just do it in my voice? Oh, I'd really love you to try and do it in a girl's voice, please. Okay. Uh, so, this is Lucy, oh, Lucy. from Leicester. Leicester. I can't do a Leicester accent. That's all right. You don't have to do an accent. That's fine. <laughs> okay. It'd be good if you could do this. This, is, this would be good for your, like, uh, chavvy voice you do. do. Do do your chavvy voice, and then I'll try and do it back to you. Um, yeah, excuse me, babes. Um, I've got a problem with my mini, and I? In I? Okay, so, 
Dear Jamie, my boyfriend is the biggest chatbox I've ever met. And what makes it worse is that on the rare occasions I do manage to get a word in edgeways, he stares at me vacantly. So it's clear he's not listening to a word I say. I want to dump him, but there's a weird reason I haven't. He's got a third nipple. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. He's got a third nipple in the centre of his rib cage. And when... <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't do it in that voice. Yeah, you've got to now. You started... <laughs> to dump him but there's a weird reason I haven't I can't do it in the voice. I'm going to have to just talk in my normal voice, otherwise I won't get through it. I want to dump him, but there's a weird reason I haven't. (laughs) He's got a third nipple in the centre of his ribcage. And when he takes off his t-shirt, his torso resembles a very kind-looking face. That's not it, is it? (laughs) It's as though his regular nipples look like eyes. His additional nipple, a little nose. I should have read these first. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, it's better I've that you haven't. To calling, I've taken to calling this chest man Christopher. <laughs> this doesn't seem right. And when my boyfriend is sleeping, I have long one-sided conversations with him. No fucking way is this real? <laughs> about my feeling. About my feelings. Sorry. I have long one-sided conversations with him about my feelings and what's happened during my day. Christopher's a great listener, and though he never responds, it's clear he oozes compassion and sympathy. I've even started developing strong sexual feelings for Chris and taken to kissing his mouth slash belly button when my boyfriend is snoring heavily. I realised things had gotten out of hand when I became frantic one morning last week after spotting some belly button fluff in my boyfriend's navel. 
<laughs> Take it out, I screamed. Christopher's choking. What should I do? Oh my god. I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> There's so many different oh my things. Oh god. I'm sorry, that must have been very painful for people to listen to, but that is genuinely one of the funniest things I've ever read. I hope it's true. I really hope it's true. Um, I thought your reaction to it was the funniest thing I've heard on this so far, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's, it's from the Metro the Metro Herald, so... And what was, what was the name again? It was Lucy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, Lucy. It was Lucy. No, actually, sorry. No, I made the name up. This one is actually Karen, so it's Karen. Oh, right. Okay. <clears throat> so you're giving her a real name because you want to shame her. Gotcha. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Well, not shame her, but I, she's got problems. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> Karen, Karen, Karen. Um, a pillow will do just as good. Draw a face, a face on that. On a pillow. Um, you don't necessarily have to be attached to the human being with the inanimate object. You can, you know, do without that bit. I mean, we're skirting around the obvious, Karen, which is you're obviously a little bit crazy, aren't you? Oh my god, little. Yeah. Oh. Uh, maybe seek That's some psychiatric help. It's the same. It's it's on par, Karen, with um. Someone that draws a face on their hand whilst they're wanking themselves off and pretending it's a blowjob. Mm. That's up there. The, the, the advice is concerning. <laughs> Again, I don't really think these people should be writing in. So the answer was, <clears throat> hmm, I'd love to say it happens all the time, Karen, but that would be a lie. You're a strange, troubled woman, and though I'd normally suggest a straight jacket for the deeply disturbed, in your case... I'd worry about your you developing an appropriate relationship with the buttons used to keep you constrained. So she's trying to be funny. Which I'm not sure is the right thing to do. That's why I don't think it's real. If it was no. real, surely, then then somebody would be way more compassionate about it. Well, So this is the advice. Best to put up with your motormouth boyfriend if it means you can indulge your oddball fetish. Just promise you won't start introducing Chris to your friends. That's nuts. That's like encouraging mental... That's like... oh, my. That's insane. You should not say that. No, no. Karen, darling, get yourself another one. Try to go for um, a fella that you love as a person as opposed to a part of them. I'm sure there's plenty of other people with third nipples. It's all good. Or just draw a dot. Draw a dot on the chest and then you've got it. She obviously loves her boyfriend a little bit. She must do to be in love with yeah. the part, a part of his anatomy. She must be. I don't, know. I don't know. That just sounds mental to me. I definitely don't think you should be encouraging it. So this is Barry from uh, Plymouth. Barry, how you doing? Dear Jamie, I am a 35-year-old man. My wife has a strange habit of urinating in the tea she shares. Fuck's sake! 
<laughs> My wife has a strange habit of urinating in the tea she serves guests at our home. She says uh, it gives her a kick. Though I was shocked at first, I have started enjoying it too. In fact, I do the same when making tea for guests. I have heard that drinking urine is not harmful. Is it safe to continue doing this? Only if you don't want any friends when they find out, mate. <laughs> Seriously. Like, oh if anybody finds out you're doing it, they're, they're probably not going to be your friend for much longer, regardless of whether it's harmful or not. Imagine it. But surely it tastes weird. Surely pee does not taste good. Unless you drink Well, it depends lot. on when you're making it. I mean, if it's the first thing in the morning, yeah, you're definitely going to get a whiff of something. If it's halfway through the day and you've been, like, drinking loads, then it's just going to be, like, pissy water, isn't it? Because it's not as potent. Even so, I mean, that in itself, no, I'm sorry. You shouldn't be doing that as even as a kick. Do it to each other if you think it's funny. Why have you got to put it on other people, you fucking weirdo? Mm. That's really odd. Like, because obviously if they're guests, they're your friends. Why would you want your friends to drink your piss? <laughs> My nephew's coming over. Hey, Susan, give me a cup quick. <laughs> we'll show him and we'll think it's really funny. <laughs> we'll piss in the cup. I mean, they're just dicks, aren't they? Yeah, pretty much. They're dickheads. Like, that's... that's Yeah, f- fine. If you think that's funny. But you're obviously, like, a really horrible human being. Because it's not funny. Mm. No, it's not funny at all. It's just horrible. That's a horrible thing to do to someone. It's like fucking someone when they're asleep and they don't know about it. That's still rape. Yeah. Just because they don't know about it, it's still a really horrible thing to do. Not quite as the same, but I mean, you are putting your bodily fluids, your wastage, into somebody else for your own amusement. Barry, stop it. Get a life. Get some help. That's my advice. Yeah. The advice this time was... You know, fairly sound. The habit is unfair to your guests, who do not get a kick out of what you're inflicting on them. Please do not invite me over. Yes, urine therapy is practice, but is it done with the patient's consent? The last bit is unnecessary. Just tell them not to do it. Say no. It's not normal to piss in someone's tea. You dick. But I don't think he was asking if it was like alright. I think he was just asking if it would harm somebody. Oh yeah, if it's safe. Yeah. So yeah, it's safe. Uh, so she shouldn't have said. Well, you. Yeah, See, she shouldn't have said that first thing at all. She should have just lied and said, oh, yeah. yeah, actually, it is harmful. And also, you can't say it's safe for certain because you don't know if you've got an STI or not. Your funny wife that's pissing in other people's cups might be going around screwing other men behind your back, darling. And you don't know don't anything ca- about it. And that's going to be passed through her urethra. No, I don't think you can catch uh, STI by drinking piss. Oh, fair enough, but I mean if she's willing to piss in some tea, she's probably wiping her fanny lips around the rim of it as well, making people lick yeah, it still... up. <clears throat> yeah, but I think you have to catch an STI by I mean, I think maybe if you had a cut in your gum, you'd contract it, but yeah. That's just horrible. Mm. Well, what a horrible thing to do. You don't deserve friends. If you if you've seen if you gonorrhea, mate, that creams out, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch my friends make the tea next time I go around their house, though. I do not want people pissing in my tea. You shouldn't have to watch your friends if you know that they're friends. He's probably a dickhead in real life. He probably doesn't have any friends. Yeah, I'm not sure I trust you now. They're probably the imaginary ones in his head, like the one before. Karen. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? I don't know. So, <sighs> this is from... I'm just trying to think of a name. Deirdre. Kevin. No, I think it's from a man. Kevin. Yes, this is a man. 
So let's say this is Kevin. Yeah, hello, Kevin. From Doncaster. Oh, hello, Kevin from Doncaster. Hi, how are you? Welcome to the show. Dear Jamie, I have been sending sexy messages to my mum oh. on a social networking site. I know it is wrong, but it's so exciting. I'm 22 and my dad left us 15 years ago. My mum is 40. I recently went on the computer after her and saw she had been on a networking site. I was curious, so I made up a name for myself and messaged her later from my laptop saying, I like older women and found her sexy. She replied she felt flattered. Oh, I don't... I I, I don't mm. even... Like, you can stop there, Kevin, because I'm telling you something right now. You shouldn't be doing that. Even if it's exciting for you, I'm pretty sure... When your mum finds out it's you that's been sending dick pics, she's not going to be happy about it. It's worse than that. I asked her if she masturbates. When she replied yes, I know it's wrong, but it turned me on. She keeps asking for a photo of me, which of course I can't give her. She's now asked if I want to cam with her, and I'm hoping she will let me watch her without showing her who I am. I feel ashamed of what I'm doing. But the thought of seeing her without her bra is amazing. Would it do any harm just to watch her undress, then delete my address and forget about it? Yes. I mean, that is The answer is yes. There's plenty of flappy 40-year-olds that you can have a Tommy Tank over that is not your mum. Loads of them. Mm. It's pretty accessible. The fact that you're getting excited about your mum... Who you came out of. Um, Yeah. It probably is going to harm both you and your mother. Yeah, I just think that is... I mean, fortunately this one, the the advice is genuinely quite sound. I fear that this one is not real. Um, I feel like someone made that up. But maybe it's real. But it's the sort of thing that I just can't imagine you need advice on. It's so obvious that it's not good. I don't know who these people are that are... That think, oh, I'm a bit worried about my weird fetish that I've got. I know, I'm going to write to um, a publicised paper so that everybody can read about it. Yeah, and they're definitely not going to tell you what you want to hear. She's not going to say, yeah, go on then, have a wank over your mum's yeah. tits. Yeah. That'll be good for you. Go on, carry on. They know the answer, which is stop. Stop and go and see someone for some professional help. These are definitely more like, these are on the crazier sides than the Dear Deirdre stuff. Like, Dear Deirdre yeah. is just about our Tina well, down no, the road was... is having sex with The last one was a Dear Deirdre. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was a Dear Deirdre. Mm. I'm leading mum on, was the headline. Fucking hell. And I'll tell you what Deirdre said. She said, don't kid yourself, it wouldn't stop there. So don't even think about it. Well, if you yeah. go ahead, the whole situation would get even messier. Yes. Your mum is entitled to her private life, so delete your address and don't message her again. Let her think the young man has just lost her, has just lost interest. Get out with people your own age and you'll find a nice, sexy girlfriend of your own age. I'm emailing you my free leaflet about getting a good social life. Yeah. I mean, not even... If if you're into older ladies, that's absolutely fine. But just don't go with your mum. That's what I'd say. That's weird. Ugh. So do you want to go for one that's slightly less um, intensely mental? Uh, Well, yes, but I'd just like to have a piss if that's okay. Oh, please go ahead. Thank you so much. I'm not going to do it whilst I'm recording. 
Okay. Oh, so you could start the story and then I'll be back in a minute. Oh my god, it's brilliant. Uh, well, this one's quite short, so. I'm putting a musical interlude in now if I'm editing this. And if I'm not, the listeners are going to hear you piss. Oh, well. Well, they can't hear me piss, can they? <laughs> you just farted. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, you're filth. This is definitely not going in. <laughs> what? Because of fuck? Piss is fine, but shit is a no. No, all of it. It's all horrible. Oh, you're shitting. No. You said shit. No. Oh, my God. It's just a that curtsy Oh. Curtsy, you won't babe. That's the toilet going off. That was definitely getting picked up by the camera. 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 And then microphone. You better wash your hands, you filth. Of course I'm going to wash my hands. I'm not an animal. Okay. Well, no. Oh, that fart was well smelly. Hmm. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> okay. I'm a Timmy so flower. This is. <laughs> This is uh, Timmy from uh, Colchester. Hello, Timmy from Colchester. My girlfriend had our first child recently, mm. but we are both white, and the baby is black. As is a mate I caught her topless with eight months ago. <laughs> That's it. That's what it says. Right. I don't know how to tell you this, Tim. Is it right if I call you Tim? But that baby ain't yours. That's pretty much it. Well, they... Could be a long-forgotten black ancestor and, like, recessive DNA. It's very unlikely, though, isn't it? I'll tell you what, my real advice then, Tim, go on Jeremy Kyle, because they dish out free DNA tests and you'll get famous for about two minutes. Yeah, but then you have to talk, talk to Jeremy Kyle, which is not fun. No, he used to do an agony aunt thing. No, did he? Yeah, yeah, he used to do it on the radio before he went on TV. Oh, right. I remember my ex-girlfriend's dad used to listen to it every night before he, um, he came in from his work. And he said he used to think uh-huh. it was really funny. But I don't think he was any different. I think he was still an absolute bell end over the telephone then. Mm. It's just he wasn't allowed to scream so much because he was talking into a microphone as opposed to performing in front of all of these people. But yeah, I mean, that's fairly obvious. Although, again, interestingly, uh, the advice is don't push for DNA tests without thinking what you could lose. Well, you're not going to lose anything because you've already lost everything. Well, the re- yeah. You don't have a child. You don't have a partner that is faithful. Eight months, though. Eight months is quite... Well, she could have been unfaithful. They may not have been together eight months ago. What, so it's a miraculous birth? No, 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 no. So maybe they weren't together eight months ago, and he just saw her with this black fella. Oh, no, he caught her with her, so, yeah. (coughs) Sorry, no, but the baby's the, the issue, not necessarily that. Yeah, well, the baby is obviously... It's almost definitely not his, so... Exactly, and therein lies the problem doesn't matter what you get. You're not going to lose anything because you've lost it already. You can build yeah. up a connection with somebody else's child, but the lie and the deceiveness is still there. Yeah. Okay, so this one is... Um, this is a weird one, but it's not like completely mental. So hopefully you'll be able to give some genuine advice for this. Oh, you want genuine? Oh. Maybe. We'll see how it goes. So this is um, Boris from Leeds. Hello, Boris. Hi, how are you? Dear Jamie... 
my girlfriend insists on having her dog in the bedroom. And he sniffs around us when we have sex. Yeah. It's a big problem for me. Mm. I'm 32 and she is 30. Mm. We've been dating a year. I can cope with her dog being in the bedroom at night, but not when we have sex. Her dog sits watching or mm-hmm. keeps sniffing around us. Yep. My girlfriend isn't phased by it. I love her dearly, but her dog is becoming a big problem. I'm actually... What would you say to Boris? Uh, Boris, I've been in your position, mate. And it is an awkward thing. But the biggest advice I can give you is, do you want your dick wet? And if so, carry on. It's not that big a deal. Um, no, it's not because it's not that the dog really understands. Well, no, I'm sure the dog does know. No, what yeah, doing. it does. I to but be for a dog, it's not. It's not the same thing as if a person knows. Yeah, it's not like having a person watching. But there's a very. I know it's conscious because um, the examples that I have, the dog quite often tried to join in. No, oh, mid mid really? mid points. Yeah, it was a female dog, so there was no there's nothing there's no willies rubbing, but she used to really mm. clamp on. As as you did it and sort of hump as well, which is off putting, but it's also really funny. That's the thing. Like, I don't know. I did just... a female dog try and hump you? Yeah. Oh right, this is actually you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is. I'm speaking from experience. Hmm. So I was kind of hoping this was going to be someone you knew. I didn't realize it was actually you. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was a, it was a real okay. thing. Okay, carry on. Um. So yeah, speaking from experience, I know it's awkward, but. In all honesty, just carry on with it anyway. If it is that much of an issue, rather than write to me, darling, speak to your partner. I mean, that's the best advice I can give you. Like, really? Yeah. Seriously? I mean, she... Again, this is a Deirdre. Um, She says, Dogs need rules, boundaries, and limitations, even about where they sleep. Having them in the bedroom at night is not a good idea. You and your girlfriend need to establish your priorities, then then get the dog to obedience classes. Your local vet can put you in touch. I don't think it's a problem with the dog. I think it's a problem with the girlfriend because the girlfriend is insisting on having the dog in there. The dog isn't insisting on being in there. So that's a weird bit of advice again. I'm. We should be these. We should be agony aunts, Jamie. We would give much better advice. You'd say just let the dog have its way. You know, if it gets involved, no worries. If it pops its pee wee up your bum bum, that's fine. Um, whereas I would say, you know, just chat to your girlfriend say it really genuinely does make you feel uncomfortable if she understands then she's a decent person you should be with if she doesn't understand then maybe think well she doesn't care about how i feel about things probably not the best person to be with um well people do build up really big emotional attachments to their pets especially dogs so i mean i can sort of understand if she's got like a massive issue with chucking the dog outside when when she's sleeping but it's not even outside. It's just out of the bedroom whilst they're having sex. That's not a big deal. Oh, yeah, no, that. that should... No, no, I completely understand that. It's not like the, the yeah. dog was in the room with us every time. I'm just saying, like, there had been occasions. <laughs> God. So, honestly, it, it used to run up the stairs and run into yeah. the room and then clamp yeah. on. And it's like, for fuck's sake, how do you even know it's happening? So, I'm amazed you're comfortable with this. So, a dog came and clamped onto your naked butt. No, no, not onto my butt. Whatever she could grab onto, really. So it would be my... Yeah, but I'm guessing sometimes that would be you. So she'd mount you as you were bent over your girlfriend. Sometimes. I mean, there are are other positions, but yeah. Her little dog, Fanny. Well, it wouldn't be a Fanny, but her little dog, Tummy, was rubbing up against your ass whilst you were fucking your girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I didn't let it carry on. I usually kick her off. (laughs) <laughs> Usually, so sometimes, sometimes you didn't. Sometimes you let her carry on. It depends how close to coming I was. To be fair, 
the point I'm trying to get to is, did you ever shout the dog's name when you came? No! No, oh, that's a shame. No, no. I mean, to be fair, it did buy me a bit more time because it's off-putting, isn't it? So oh, massively. Yeah, so you'd, you'd sort of like, you'd lose it a bit, that, that excitement, so you'd have to work it back up again. So, if anything, it made me while, last a bit longer. Whilst the dog's still there, grinding away. Yeah, no, I mean, again, it wasn't like I let it in for a three-way. It's, it sort of sounds like you did, because you did say you'd usually kick it off, which means sometimes you didn't kick it off. Uh, well, no, she'd get bored eventually. Hmm. The thing is, it was a female dog, so we couldn't get anything out of it anyway, so she'd try for a bit, like rubbing, and then it'd go again. My God. I really wish you were lying. Thing is, I, I think I it's more not. common than you'd probably think, just because you're, like, super normal. Well, I've only got fish and hamsters, and if either of them tried to have sex with me, it wouldn't really be a problem. Mm. Richard Gere, eh? <laughs> uh, but people are quite into pets, aren't they? <laughs> you know, they really love them. Yeah, but I don't think many people want their pets to fuck them. No. Oh, I'll tell you what. I did see a really weird porn once where there was a... there was What, what are those really no, no, massive no, 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 dogs? No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. No, we're not going there. Okay. I don't want to know what you've seen. Okay. Here's it was a Doberman very... and it was fucking a woman. Carry on. We definitely have to take a break there because there's nowhere, there's nothing I can say from here that will lead into something else. Terry from Guildford. Is it with an I? Uh, no, it's T-E-R-R-Y. Is it a female? No, no, it's a man. Oh, it's very confusing. Is your name Terence in real life, Terry? Hmm. Maybe you should be saying that rather than Terry and confusing young Jamie. I made up the name. Hmm. Anyway, I'm judging it... Terry regardless. Yeah, I find it's this already woman... on a bad foot. I find this one more interesting. This is the Sunday Times. Um, I find this one interesting because I don't like the response. So I'll see what you say and then I'll tell you what um, Mrs. Mills said. So, the problem is, I have always woken up before my wife and a few months ago I got up and made her a cup of tea. Now she expects this as a matter of course, taking it for granted that I will take her a cup in bed. And that's it. So what do you reckon? Is that all of the information? Yeah, that's it. He's annoyed that she's taking the piss out of him. Annoyed that she's taking it for granted. It, to be honest, I'm probably going to say the same thing as the um, agony arm person's going to say. is grow a backbone and say, don't, I don't want to do it anymore. No, that's not the advice. That's what oh, I would okay. say. I'd say, if, you, if you've got an issue with it, mate, then just say. Yeah. Um, are you actually going to like repay me the favour at any point? Well, or just I'm say not thank your you. fucking slave, you twat. Yeah. Or at yeah. least a little bit of thanks would be nice. Yeah. So, Mrs. Mills, again, these agony aunts are the worst people ever. Her response is, and your point is? And that's just a, another completely douchebaggy response. I mean, I'm not saying that you should necessarily expect, you know, a huge, big 
party every time you do it. Not a party. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But a simple thank you. That's, you know, that's pretty normal. I think it's and... normal to feel um, appreciated for the nice things that you do. Yeah, of course. And everybody wants that. It doesn't matter what kind of person you are, what walk of life you come from. You still want some acknowledgement and some appreciation. Yeah, if you've done something nice, then someone should be pleasant to you. Bare minimum. But, to be fair, you have put yourself in that position as well, Terry. Because you've done that every day for how long? And, yeah, it probably is to be expected of you now. Because you've never actually Mm. asked for it. You can't turn around after five years of doing it and go, are you actually going to say thank you for the teas I bring you every day? Because she's going to go, well, you've never had a problem with it before. It's probably already blown up by now. Yeah, I just... Maybe it's not the tea, Terry. Are you getting enough sexual intercourse? Mm, I think that might be the real problem. Maybe that's running out, and that's what you're annoyed about, really. It's the fact that you've run out of the old sexual intercourse. Well, he probably is. using tea as an excuse. Yeah, but your advice is much more sound than the Mrs. Mills. Well, yeah, your point is it's not advice. Yeah, it's just like saying, yeah, your wife should expect you to take a cup of tea to her every morning. I don't think you should expect it. I think it's nice if someone does that. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. People annoy me. People annoy me. Etiquette. I think that's what it is. Old people. Old people. Fuck Etiquette them. is probably something that's lost nowadays. That it used to be a lot more prominent yeah. in general with people. I don't think it is so much anymore. I think people are self-entitled. I think they yes. earned it they already. They are. She probably thinks she's brilliant as well. Do you know what, Terry? Just fucking leave her. <laughs> it's not the tea, is it? Just fucking leave her, mate. She's obviously not fulfilling her duties. Ditch it. It's fine. Someone, You'll find someone you can make tea for every day and they'll thank you in ways you couldn't even imagine, babe. Yeah. Get out while you can! Yep, I agree. I honestly agree, because I imagine that woman is a cunt. Probably, yeah. If she's not saying thank you for someone bringing you a cup of tea every morning, then she's just not a nice person. Okay, this is a good one, because it's mm. a genuine problem, and I think you could give this person some advice. Oh, do I have to be serious? Not serious, but it's a do problem. Do I have to put on my serious face? Right. Okay, so anyway, this is Marissa23 from New Orleans. Hi, Marissa from New Orleans. Must be costing you a bomb to phone all the way to England. <laughs> it's, not, it's not phoning. She's <laughs> I'm making it out of my head like it's a phone call. Carry on. Okay. Dear Jamie, what's the best way to tell your mom you've become a stripper? Especially after going to college and realising you'll make more dough this way. Is that genuinely the whole thing? Yep. All right, Marissa. How are you doing? Um, I wouldn't worry too much about it, love. If it's making you happy, what does it matter what your mum thinks? You'll probably be a bit awkward for a bit. Um, she might not want to speak to you. But, I mean, you know, family and that. If it means something, you'll get back on track at some point. What are the pros and cons, darling? What do you care about more? That's all I can, t- that's all I can tell you. Really? It's your decision at the end of the day. I'm just an agony aunt. I'm giving you advice. My advice is... Think about what you care about more. Stick with that. I'm sure the other thing will work itself out. I'm not quite sure what your advice is. My advice is, if you want to strip, strip. What the fuck does it matter what your mum thinks about it? Yeah. Uh, If you're you're really that bothered about what your mum thinks, then you wouldn't be stripping, would you, you silly bitch? (laughs) (laughs) It's really very simple. 
Do you want to know what, um, let's find what her name is, Sheila Blake told her to do? Well, I'm really sorry, but Sheila Blake doesn't sound like a very New Orleans name. But carry on. The only upside to telling your mum is that it'll be better coming from you than from a snitch. But honestly, she's not going to like it. Jimmy Um, the Miguel snitch. Is that what that is? Are you the snitch, Jimmy Miguel? No one else knows about that, so they're not going to understand. Oh my... Did you fucking cut it out? I didn't do it. It's in an episode. Well, it hasn't come up to me yet. Oh, it's already there, sweet. Oh, you. It's you, innit? Jimmy Miguel the snitch. Eric, spare her the details. She'll worry that you're part of a seedy subculture and it'll erode her pride in you. Don't get defensive. Listen to her objections and assure her that you'll consider them. Is the money really worth it? Because if you decide to move on to a profession that's, well, a career... Those bo- <laughs> those boobies won't be perky forever. You can't put stripper on your resume. <laughs> Again, really horrible advice. Yeah. They're all just like stuck up middle class women, aren't they? These she sounds like... She's, well, you mean... You've already got your answer from your mum. That was it. Because she yeah. sounds exactly like her. Yeah. It's different nowadays, darling. <laughs> I'm sure... I'm sure as well, Maris, babes... Someone's going to be interested in the fact that you're a stripper and they're going to want to interview you to see what you're like. And if you've got the brain skills for it, you'll get whatever you want out of it. It's fine. Stupid bitch. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I just, I hate. I think the problem is, A, the people that write into these are pretty stupid and B, the people writing back are too stupid to really properly respond. They're not kind, compassionate people. I can't imagine that agony aunts really do have any, like, proper skills to be able to coach people in life. Like, I really don't. I don't... I I think of it... Again, coming right back round, I do think of, like, agony aunts as a bit like horoscopes. Like, yeah, you can take it with a pinch of salt, really. It's quite entertaining. There might be a bit of truth in it. But, I mean, if you're going to an agony aunt for advice, then... I don't know. Don't you have friends? Family? People that you trust? Mm. I mean, there are trained professionals you can speak to if you're that worried. Do you want to run Not that? writing into a paper. <laughs> Do you want to have another run at that line? Why? What did I say? Well, I think you were trying to say trained professionals, but it didn't really come out as trained professionals. Trained professionals? Well done. That was said in exactly the same time. You can tone. cut that in. You are definitely an actor, my son. Thank you, darling. Why is that? Because <laughs> you can just jump back into that moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not too hard. Neither are you. Oh, uh, well, I'm not right now. I think I'm storing up a big shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dear Jamie, this is, this is Andrea from Portsmouth. Hello, Andrea. Hi. Will playing with my breasts make them bigger? My boyfriend insists it will. He's 22 and I'm 19. He spends the evenings fondling my breasts to see if the theory works. I don't think there's any truth in it and I really wouldn't mind them having a rest. Um, Andrea, your boyfriend obviously likes a bit of your tits. Um, (laughs) If you're alright with it, let him continue. But if it's painful, probably stop. It's got nothing to do with you getting bigger or not. If you're really that self-confident about your boobies then you fondling them isn't going to make that much of a, of a difference. Otherwise, loads of people have had big tits. Yeah. 
I guess it's, it probably would make them bigger eventually, because obviously the more you play with it, the more it would sort of kind of like wear them out, so they'd hang lower. So arguably they're getting bigger in, in a way. Not the way that you want it to, though. No, you want saggy tits, do they? Saggy. Well, I don't know. Some people like saggy tits. Mm, shouldn't imagine it's that. Um, well, yeah, I suppose. So another lady. Um, this is... Again, don't have a name. So this is Susan from... Um, Box Hill. Hello, Susan from Box Hill. <laughs> wow. Hello. Dear Jamie, I've gone off sex since the birth of my son, but my partner can't get enough. The only way I can get in the mood is by thinking about the footballer, Andy Carroll. I'm 22, <sighs> engaged, and have a baby boy. I never want sex anymore, but I've found that it works if I think about Andy and his ponytail. I've never met him, but I can't stop having sexy dreams about him, and I'm worried it will affect how I feel about my fiance. How can I get this man out of my head? My advice would be don't worry about it. Plenty of people fantasise about other people while they're having sex. And it's not like it's accessible, is it? He's a celebrity. I mean, I'm sure he would fuck you, but it's not going to be a relationship. Stick with your relationship, love, and carry on with your fantasies. It's fine. You honestly think that's okay? The fact that she completely doesn't want to have sex with her partner unless she thinks about someone else. The fact of the matter is, is that she's just had a baby and she probably isn't up for it and she's not going to be up for it for a long time. So just endure. I'm sure at some point you'll get your spark back. But whilst you're not in the mood for it, you thinking about somebody else is not going to be that big a deal. It's if you're doing it constantly as a way of finding your partner attractive. But you're not going to know that straight after you've had sex. Because yeah, you're not going to want to do it anyway. One would assume that it's been going on for a while, though, for her to write in about it. it depends how often they did it before. Yeah. It might it, it might not be that long, but because yeah, they used to do it all the time. I mean, we haven't got an age for the baby, but if it's a baby, that means less than two. Mm. I don't know. I wouldn't like it if my girlfriend only could have sex with me if she was thinking about someone else. That would be upsetting. I don't know. I guess if it's just in her own head, it doesn't really matter. It would be nicer if she no. could get off to the thought of her boyfriend. That's for sure. Well, yeah, but, you know. Um, well, I'll just say what Deirdre said, because this is Deirdre again. Um, okay. So, in response to how can I get this man out of my head, Deirdre says, Why would you want to? He's doing wonders for your sex life, so where's the harm? There's nothing wrong with a fantasy. Ask your partner to help out more with the baby. You'll find it's a wonderful aphrodisiac, and we'll soon put thoughts of Carol in the shade. So, what do you think? Well, you kind of agree, don't you? You don't think there's a problem? Yeah, I do. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, think it's fine. I mean, it's I all... It's, it's, it's fine. No, I feel really. sorry for this man. Well, no, because he's getting it away. When He probably wouldn't have anything if she didn't have the fantasies to draw back on. Yeah, but he should be with someone that wants to just have sex with him. Yes, eventually, she will. You hope. But that's the well, advice. yeah. Yeah, so that's the advice. It's If you're like still with your partner in a year, and all you're thinking about is the football man again then maybe you need to talk to your partner about it because it's not fair on him. Give it six months. If you still not, uh, you know, if you still can't get over the fact that you're thinking about a footballer, go to your doctor, see what they say. There you yes. go. That's my real advice. But I wouldn't worry too much about it initially. Yeah. Would you like me to give you an example? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I don't know how... Um, I don't know how... It's, it's from something called... Sex forecast, agony aunt column. So that's nice, isn't it? Sounds lovely. I'm going to do... 
I'm going to do um, this guy. His name is uh, Mike. And he's from Scumberland, Southampton. All right. Dear James, I am a breast man. I love big tits. The problem is I've fallen in love with a small-breasted woman. How this happened, I don't know. But I do know is that I need a big titties. I revealed my preference for large boobs of her when we first started dating. And she seemed open and even enthusiastic about breast enhancement surgery. Two weeks ago on her birthday, I gave her a gift certificate for a plastic surgeon for the full amount to get some really good implants. She got pissed off and said, fuck you. I love her, but now I'm pissed. I feel like she's misled me. It's not like we we never discussed this. So what's with her attitudes? Um, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just really dumb. I mean, yeah, obviously she's up. She's potentially up for it, but it's not really a gift, is it? Because it's not something for her. It's something for you. So you're basically buying yourself a present and putting her through a fairly difficult sort of bit of surgery to make you happy. Um, it's the sort of thing that she could get you as a present maybe later down the line. Um, but you basically saying you need to have big tits otherwise I don't find you attractive is bollocks. Um, you shouldn't have done that. Cool. That's pretty much it, isn't it? I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talk to I me mean... about it again. Say, look, I really, I really find you sexy, but I do love tits as we spoke about before we start going out. Um, are you still up for it? Is that something you want to do? And then if she says no then decide if it's that big a deal for you. But don't fucking get it for her as a present, you selfish twat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What if she gave I you... Mean, a, uh, I mean, all you, all you need to say to him is, what if she gave you a voucher to get your dick made bigger? You know, yeah. a, a voucher for your dick to be made bigger. I don't know if that's a thing. But you'd yeah. be a bit upset, even if you knew she'd like bigger dicks, which she probably would. So that- who wouldn't want a bigger dick? And you would definitely be upset by it. So you're a moron. Well, I mean, the the whole idea of this is that there's um, four different people, the sex forecast. So you've got a straight oh, right. dude, a straight gal, a gay guy, and a lipstick lesbian. I have no idea what that means. Uh, it's basically a lesbian, but she's um, she's a femme lesbian, rather than the other I'd dispute, uh, I, I suppose. A lipstick lesbian is one of those... It's really difficult. I don't want to say it because I'm not. I'm not really massive on the LBGT community. But it sounds like a slightly offensive thing to be calling them. It is a slightly offensive. I don't think a lot of people put, would like putting people in boxes. Yeah, basically, that's what this this thing is, and I'm pretty sure that's written on, and it's a um, it's a study thing that somebody's did. So that was their terminology, and that's okay. probably not right. It's basically a slang for a lesbian who favours a glamorous, traditional, feminine style. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I meant by femme, because you can yep. get sometimes that's fine. the masculine ones as well. Yeah. Um, so the, I'm not going to go all the way, because, I mean, there's they go on a bit. The straight dude said, she doesn't want a tit job for her birthday present, you boob. That's in yep. capitals. That's good. Clever. Let me see if you understand why. First, you want the tits. She knows she w- you want big titties on a girl, but she has small titties and you made her seem like you were okay with her small titted frame. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you did talk to her about it, but did you actually talk with her about it? Second, she's fine with her titties. And third, it's her birthday. What's ruder than giving your small-chested girlfriend a boob gift certificate? Yeah. That's so impersonal and a slap in the face. 
And then she makes the same point. I would think that you would not be a happy camper if she gave you a two inches for one penile. Oh, so implant. they made the point I did. So that's good. Yeah. And he also says, and fourth, you were a moron. If you li- really loved her, <laughs> you you would uh, love her small titties with all your heart and realise that tits don't make the woman. Well, I think this website is brilliant. This advice is much more sound than these fucking stupid old biddies that are basically saying, you know, whatever a woman says is right and whatever a man says is wrong. The general consensus from <laughs> That's all, all four sides um, is that he's a dickhead. Yeah, well, he uh, is. So... <laughs> You'd th- you think that the the straight bloke might have been a bit more. No, because I'm a straight bloke. Of it. That's a you. You still think he's a prick. Yeah, the straight girl basically says your only hope for recovery is to try and convince her that when you talked to her about it, you thought she wanted to have it done, and that's why you bought the gift. Otherwise, you would never have implied that she doesn't turn you on as is. And then good luck in capitals. Um, gay guy says you're only like women for the size of their tits you inconsiderate bastard I love mm-hmm. big cocks but don't have relationships with guys just because they have a whopper I know I can be a pretty shallow poofter at times mm, not sure that's alright <laughs> but then <laughs> uh, but mm. I do like a great sense of humour intellect a bit of romance and somebody who likes a wide variety of experiences from life if I just looked at cocks I would expect to end up treat- being treated like a piece of meat I know that ju- that's how your girl must feel <laughs> and then you have to get a life and a personality and if you look for attributes and people and love them for who you are you wouldn't be a miserable self-absorbed short-sighted and unromantic prick that you are <laughs> oh he really <laughs> goes for it all right we'll just go past that mm. and at the end he says go jump so that's nice mm. that's yeah. a bit extreme i mean he's obviously a moron so he doesn't need to kill himself he just is yeah. he just needs to be aware that his decisions aren't brilliant and the lesbian says, a lot of small-breasted women entertain the thought of having larger breasts, but when it comes down to doing it, the surgery is downright painful. Your girlfriend may want larger breasts and may very much want to please you and participate in that large boob fantasy with you, but may be afraid of what of actually having the surgery. Women also want you to like them for themselves. She may feel insulted. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the dick thing again. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. these people haven't confirmed with each other what they're going to say. And no. that's just their opinions. So that's, yeah. that's some quite interesting... Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing more of those. Yeah, well, I we're at an hour now, so we'll stop yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think definitely. another episode, we can definitely go back to this one, because these guys know. These guys know. Well, um, and also, I was going to say halfway through the podcast, genuinely, if anybody really does want us to agony aunt them, um, we oh, are open. Brilliant. We are definitely open to answering. You have heard this one, so you know what the res- response is going to be. Um <laughs> So, you know, just be prepared if you do decide to do that, that we're going to be honest. But I think people want that because the advice we've given is genuinely quite... We're not being horrible. We're being no. genuine. I'll, do, I'll play it up for fun. Yeah. But, you know, if you're going to write a stupid thing to me, I am going to take the piss out of you. It's really yeah. that simple. Yeah, but then I will probably give you some genuinely nice, caring advice. Unless you're a prick. And then I'll call you a prick. At this point, dear listeners... You should know what this podcast is about, and if you if you're not if you're surprised by things now, then <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, darlings. Thank you for listening to this episode of Jimbo Jamboree. The music was provided by Jamie Frost. 
Foxcat Games and James Doyle. Till next time, kids. Tatty bye. TTFN.